Messi. Oh. Oh. Messi! Hello and welcome to a three at the back pod. Uh, this whole us doing it weekly sort of thing is um, is turning out to be <laughs> as good as uh, as a as a promise to get us out of the European Union in 2017. Um, wait, wait, let's get off to see it. Uh, so we are back. We've got another pod. Uh, I'm Felix Parkin. Ben Henley Washford and Luke Bosher are both here, um, and they're going to be joining me to uh, discuss some of the best teams that the Premier League has ever seen. This is, of course, as a result of Liverpool breaking all sorts of records: you know, 23 wins from 24, that sort of thing. And, you know, 41 unbeaten, one defeat in 69 um, league games. Uh, incredible record. Uh, Yes. Do you think? Do you think Liverpool will beat Chelsea's unbeaten home record? No, because that <laughs> yeah. is an absolute. There are two records that this Liverpool team are proving are just unreal, and they're both from Chelsea, right? And the first one is the fact. Yeah, that I 04, know exactly. Oh four, oh five. Chelsea only conceded fifteen goals, right? That is absolutely insane. Liverpool have already conceded fifteen. Right? Wasn't your got? Wasn't your defense better last season though? Yeah, uh, slightly, but I mean, well, I don't know because I think now Gomez is back in the team. Our defense is is much better again. Um, but I mean, statistic statistically speaking, I think you'd kept more clean sheets. No, well, last season. Yeah, what? Well, but I'm saying now because at the start, so at the start of the season, Gomez wasn't in the team. Now he's back in the team. By the end of the season, it might be roughly the same. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, that's it's also fair. it's also worth pointing out that Allison has played 16 games and kept eight clean sheets this year. So mm-hmm. that's probably got quite a large thing to do with it. And of course, and yeah, and of course, the other record that I think personally is showing to be unbelievable is Chelsea's home record because we've been unbeaten since April 2017. But to beat Chelsea's record. We'd have to go unbeaten until November 2022, which is, I mean, that's why we're only halfway there. Uh, yeah, mad, mad records. So anyway, we speaking of records, we're going to be talking about some of the, the best Premier League teams that uh, the Premier League has ever seen. Um, and it's going to be a very interesting debate. I believe that Ben has come up with a, uh, an idea as to how we're going to do this best. Yeah, so I, I we were chatting what we had to talk about on the podcast today, and I said because our eleven of the week is such a fond f- fixture in our in our lives and on the podcast, I said let's do an eleven of the week, but the players we can pick from come from what we believe are the greatest Premier League teams of all time. So that treble winning Man United team, the Arsenal Invincibles, the O four O five Chelsea team, like you said, that hold that record. Um, and then I, the two teams that I picked recently are that Manchester City, the Centurion team. I, I thought that one over the the one that beat Liverpool last year. And then um, these this Liverpool, I think they've been nicknamed the Inevitables at the moment, which <laughs> I don't know if that will stick or not. But they, it's that, it is that feeling of inevitability. Whenever they seem to play a game, you're like, well, they're going to get a result out of this and probably going to win as well. Yeah. Very Delightful. Well put. Very well put. So um, I think the best thing to do is to is to just kick off. Should we just go? Well, I was going to say, do you want to talk about the notable emissions? 
of, of teams that we didn't include I from, think you from do, this Luke, five. And I have a very strong <coughs> opinion on, on one of these teams yeah, as well. I mean, there's, there's, it's. I'm not saying that I, I disagree with the way Ben's chosen it, but it's, it's interesting that, that I think for me the Ancelotti Chelsea side, the 0-9-10 winning side, was fantastic. Um, and Felix quite rightly also pointed out that the the Conte side, um, 16-17 was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, not, that yeah. won the won the title with three five two, got ninety three points something yeah. like that despite yeah. losing like two of their first five games. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, which is obviously like I've you know you know, um, but the listeners might not. That's three points more than the Invincibles got in two thousand four. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just I'm just skeptical about the way it's that Ben's chosen this. Fear you're boring. Is what you are. It's a boring take to think that the Invincibles team weren't great. It really is. It's tired. It's worn out. You don't have to think they were the best. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to push that agenda on you. Whatever you think about it is what you think. I personally think the City Centurions is probably the best that I've ever seen of yeah. a team in the Premier League. Yeah, Liverpool might beat points, that this yeah. season. What I do think is that you're a fool if you don't think that going the entire Premier League season unbeaten isn't an achievement because literally no well, one that, else that, has ever done it. That's a different argument because, of course, that's an achievement. And so they're they, one of the greatest Premier League teams well. of all time? Well, no. What do you mean? Well, no, because although that is a great achievement... <laughs> okay. You're <laughs> although, a mug. Although that's a great achievement, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily collate into them being one of the greatest Premier League teams you're of boring. all time. Do you think that Junior Wijnaldum is as a, is a really good central midfielder? Well, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't he score is. as many goals as Kevin De Bruyne or get as many assists as Kevin De Bruyne. But yeah. he's not as good so as Kevin De Bruyne. So yeah, exactly. But statistically speaking, he's not on the same level as Kevin De Bruyne. And that's that's, that's how I feel about the Arsenal Invincibles. Cannot, that cannot, is a team look, you... that have done a great job. They're one of the greats. Probably go down as one of the greats. Junior if... Wijnaldum was a bad example. If you said... and I re- I'm regretting it. <laughs> I said, don't know where I'm going with this. As you said before the pod, Ben, I'll get a chance to, to you know, spew. Although this is now supposed to be a celebration of football, I will just say, because this is the third time today that Arsenal fans have tried to... Well, you, you've you changed it slightly, because before we went live with the pod, you were trying to claim that they, they were, you know, up there with one of the best teams of all time, okay? In the Premier League, yeah. And Arsenal, three Arsenal fans, they have pushed this agenda to, to me. But the Invincibles it's not an agenda, it's a fact. are the best of all time. Okay, first of all, ninety points doesn't even put them in the top five uh, of Premier League teams to have got points. Oh, you're so second boring. All, That's such a boring argument. Yes. Go on. Second of all, they lost to Chelsea, Chelsea in, the, in Champions the Champions League. League. Wayne Bridge scored a screamer. Middlesbrough in the League Cup. And I've heard this on Talksport. You're literally Cup. regurgitating. What okay. someone else has said. Okay, well, let me just say this, because you said to me before the pod went live, and again, this is what Arsenal fans said to me, that it was a more difficult year that year. Well, I didn't say that. I said it was a fa- more competitive league. Here's some facts for you. Right, Fourth place that year, Liverpool, got 60 points. Fourth place this year, after 24 games, has got 40 points. Okay, So, realistically, is the team in fourth place at the moment, Chelsea, going to get another 20 points from their remaining 14 games probably right second rule that to get relegated that year you needed 33 points at the moment the team in 18th are on 23 points are they likely to get more than 10 points in their remaining games i think so therefore it's not a more competitive league it's just absolute garbage i would that argue is a the garbage argument 
I would argue that in the Premier League, bar Liverpool, this has been one of the most competitive seasons in terms of teams beating everyone. Am I not right in that? There you are, so it's a more competitive league. So it's a competitive league this year, but in the past five years, it's been not competitive at all. The top four have dominated. The big six have always been up there, and it's been boring. Whereas back then, it wasn't. But do you know what? I don't know why we're talking about this, because it's just a fact that the Invincibles are one of the greatest Premier League teams of all time. Don't have to be your number one. Don't even have to necessarily be in your top top three. They're in the top five, and that's all that matters. No, they so wouldn't be in the top five. Those teams again. <laughs> those teams again. I'd have them like six The treble winning. The treble. You're so boring. So who are your five then? My five is whoever. Oh, yeah. Ben, don't nibble. Don't nibble. Yeah, well, who are your five? 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 Has any other team ever gone unbeaten in the Premier League or the, the the first division as it was whatever it was known as before 1992? Because I know that Felix doesn't like to forget that football wasn't invented in 1992. So has any other team gone a whole season unbeaten? Yes. In the English top flight, who yes. was it? Preston North End. In How many teams were in the division? How many teams were in the 12. division at the time? So do we think that maybe? In the space of a hundred years, this feat being done once when a te- when a league had more than twelve teams in it, that's an achievement. But teams have done it not in a one season, but they've done thirty-eight games, right? And this, all I'm saying, I, I yeah. I but if you want to do that, that Arsenal's Ars- run was what forty-nine games, yeah, unbeaten, fifty-one, no forty-nine. I appreciate that what they achieved was great. But they are not in my top five. Because oh, so I believe a 38 game season is a good way of determining who is best. Yeah, it and, is. Yeah, if that is correct, then surely the top five has to be whoever got the most points. Not and necessarily, because it depends on what the teams were in the league, what what weather that was like. All I'm saying is that to go unbeaten is incredible. And if Liverpool do it this year, I know that you'll be very pleased about it. I want us to get the most points. Oh, I'd be more anyway. pleased if we got do the know most what? points. Do you know what, Fee? It's my game. All right? Uh, so make your team, and the Arsenal fans, <laughs> there better be at least one Invincible in there. Otherwise, there is, I'm not going to invite is, you back. There is. There's, there's, Gosh. There's two. Darn and blast. Right. Luke, as you've been so kind and polite and quiet over there, not making fun of my favourite team of all time, you can mm-hmm. go first. Who have you got in goal, mate? In goal, it's for me, it's between two. Um, and I'd, I'd be surprised if, if someone plumped for other than, than Petr Cech or, or Peter Schmeichel. Yeah. And I think I'm going to have to go with Czech on this one. My Chelsea bias is really swinging it, but um, the rugby, the scrum cap man has to has to get it for me. Czech, a fantastic stalwart of the Premier League, servant to Chelsea, kind of served Arsenal for a bit. He, was, wasn't he did very bits, good mate. He did bits for us. Yeah. He, um, in that season where we put pressure on Leicester, yeah. he was great. Um, but Czech, I mean, it was just unbelievably good. So yeah. strong and agile as well, like, and you know, in the era before, it was important about keepers' distribution. He just did everything he wanted from a goalkeeper exceptionally well, and was a model professional. Never complained. Was just always such a good dressing room presence. 
Yeah. I love him. I and love the speaks, man. He speaks like 19 languages. Super yeah, plays the drums as well. Taught himself to play drums. Has now become, a, a um, I think, semi-professional hockey player in London. He, which yeah. is fantastic. And, he no, made, you know, outside of the Premier League, that penalty save in the Champions League in 2012, when... Oh, well, you know, mate, that, that, that one penalty save, I think there are about four, mate. I meant if you include in, the shootout, in, if you include yeah. the shootout, there are there are about three or four. Just but yeah, gravy. check 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 does it for me. But I wouldn't be upset if 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 you guys went for Schmeichel. No, I've I've gone for check as well because as much as I appreciate the um, can I swear on yeah shithousery that was Peter Schmeichel, um, he yeah the check that longevity in the Premier League is incredible as well. You know he was great in two thousand and five and he was still one of the best keepers in the league in 2016 like that's that's in- impressive to have that kind of of longevity in any position in any league in the world let alone one of the the most scapegoated positions in one of the most competitive hardest leagues in the world he's probably the mm, yeah i'm gonna say it probably the greatest premier league goalkeeper of all time in my opinion oh, Fee, lovely. if you've put allison in goal I might end the podcast early. No, no, I've put check, obviously. Okay. But yeah. I have spotted <laughs> a problem with this system already. Oh, go on then. So I've picked players on how they performed in that particular season. So have I, mate. But the the way you, we're discussing it is is it's as if that it's their Premier League careers. I well, have selected players based on how they how they performed in that season and how I feel about them on general. It's about a 50-50 between okay, the Okay, well, mine is just the first one. I'm glad we established that. And the I've, listeners, I've... if you're playing along at home, those are the rules. Um, <laughs> no, I hope, I'm just saying everyone... that it might come... That Luke, might... have you noted that down? That might come into... I have. I've added it to um, right next to the Invincibles were shit. Yeah, That's so... where it's written down. <laughs> the rules are the Invincibles are shit. It's based on the season they played and the first person to say Ian Culverhouse wins. Okay? Good. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Moving into the defence. Felix, yeah. why don't you start us off? With my whole defence. What formation have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for um, a 4 3 3. Oh, exotic. European. Yeah. Total football. 4 3 3. Who have you got a right back? Uh, I've got the man, the myth, the legend. TAA. I like it. Mm. Trent Alexander-Arnold. He will soon have more Premier League assists than goals, yeah. which makes me very happy. Luke, right back. Uh, for me, the right back. I don't know. Again, Trent. Trent seemed like it was a good option, and I was. I found myself erring towards Gary Neville, and I didn't like that at all. Mm. I didn't. Li- I didn't yeah. like that for me. Been there because it's because it's two different eras, though. Of yeah. fullback, if that makes sense, and it's for me that makes it very hard to compare them. Yeah, completely. I agree because because if you took Trent Alexander Arnold and you put him in, you know, Trent Alexander Arnold was playing in 1998, he'd have been a right winger. Mm. He'd have been Beckham light, the Brown Beckham. They probably would have called him. Yes. Well, but um, uh, oh, you can say it. It's fine. Okay, I can I'm say it. I can, I, I can say it. That's okay. I can, Luke say, can it. say that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, the match-winning right back. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for Trent. Nice. 
I'm going to plump for Trent. I've gone for Laurent. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I've gone Behave, for Trent son. as well. Again, Behave. like I said at the start, um, in the rules, as we can check back, it's based on just the season. But before I knew that, I thought that the way he's played this season is ethereal and he's a generational talent. A lot of people like to go, oh, he's no good at defending, though. He's only good at attacking. And it's like being that good at attacking is a form of defence. Because if you can make sure that the opposition winger is playing more as a midfielder, like defensive, if you can put them on the back foot, that is an excellent form of defence. And he's just, he's younger than us, which makes me sad. And he, I just, that you run out of, of superlatives to describe every single game that he plays. He just looks like he's been playing the game for 30 years. And he's, I just, I can't wait to watch him carry on. Oh, right. And as much as I hate that I've got a Liverpool player in already, we'll move swiftly on to the centre-back positions. Unless anyone else wants to, you know, use some nice adjectives to describe Trent Alexander-Arnold. No, but we have all agreed so far, and I'm hoping that's going to change. Oh, it will change very soon, my son. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Centre-backs. Brilliant. I'm going to go to Luke first, as I'm sure he's got his main man in there. Well, I have to have JT. There's just not... It's not allowed. Ooh, I'm not allowed racist. to not have JT. Allegedly. Well, maybe. Um, but ultimately, a fantastic <laughs> footballer. Brown Reckham. And um, <laughs> was, and as you know, to to you know adhere to Felix's rules, was imperious in the 2004-05 yeah. season. Only um, 15 goals as well, which is it's just, just men- it's just mental. Yeah. It's just mental. Um, and alongside him, it's, it's again it was very very difficult for me because he was partnered at the back by the lovely um, Ricardo Carvalho, who had just joined that season, fresh from Porto. Um, and what a man he was! What a player! Um, God, they were both so good. It's just it's actually unreal to me. I, I like best Premier League centre back partnership for me, uh, by by a long way. I don't care about Ferdinand and Vidic; they can get in the bin. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> uh, I want absolutely none of that. And they got the record uh, number of clean sheets. It doesn't matter though. Sheets. Neither doesn't of matter. them can be selected in this no, I know. eleven. Oh, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Crucially, yeah, that is that is the case. It makes um, it easier. Yeah, it it does. Uh, and then my, because I, and then I was torn between Carvalho uh, and Yapstam. Are you are you seriously? That's not? where that's where my mind went. Are you not forgetting an, an one of Yapstam's countrymen right here, right now? Who might I be forgetting? Van Dijk? The... I mean, maybe. Mm, yeah. Second best player in the world. <sighs> Did you forget? I him? don't know. Or you no, I didn't. Purpose? No, I didn't. I just don't. I don't... <sighs> Sounds for like me, I the Liverpool really thought this through, to be honest, Luke. No, for me, the Liverpool one is difficult because um, the season hasn't finished yet. Alright, we'll judge it off last season but, then. But Bin Felix's rubbish rule. I don't I don't know. For me I could respect not picking Van Dyke on the basis of this season. I yeah. could respect that. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Yapstam. That's that's where my mind's at. That's why I, where I wanna go. Christ. Oof. I've Oof. <laughs> I've not, I've not woof gone for Yapstam. Isn't, isn't woof the saying, Ben? Woof is the saying, V. Woof is very much the saying. Yapstam. Mm. I'm pretty sure he was him, dead to be before honest. I was born. Don't know a lot about him. 
Luke, could you explain why Apstam? Just a very good footballer. Bald, scary. Yeah. Just absolutely went through people. Has Yapstam integral integral part a hate mail? Integral <laughs> integral part <laughs> integral part of that treble winning side. Are you yes. worried that Yapstam might meet you on a dark alley someday? I mean, perpe- perpetually. Have you seen him? <laughs> yeah. Perpetually, potentially. Right, Felix. No, perpe- perpetually. I am perpetually worried. Oh, you're perpetually. You know yes. Do you know what? Okay. I'll give it to you. So, All right. Thank I didn't you. Know. That's very kind of you to give it to me, Ben. Thank Lads, you. Do you know what? Lads. If we weren't doing this at 10.30, maybe my brain would be awake. But Lads. unfortunately, <laughs> my schedule's been thrown off. Felix. Lads, we all have degrees. Put the dicks away. Um, I've got Van Dyke. Obviously. And because I was actually torn between... I mean, Terry and Carvalho, like... I really wanted to pick those two, but Van Dyke is just so good that I couldn't pick both of them. And because Luke has picked John Terry, I will pick the the man who I think most people forget, Ricardo Carvalho. And also, I think people forget that when Carvalho left, that's when it all started to go wrong for Mourinho at Chelsea. Carvalho was a was a big player, and I'm going to stick him right next to Van Dyke. Uh, and uh, I think that my partnership is is pretty uh, unbeatable there. I like it. European at the heart of your defence. It's yeah. good. You love to see it. Um, I've gone for Van Dyke because I have eyes and I've watched football in the last five years. Um, and Yapstam, like I said, I'm pretty sure he was dead before I was born. Uh, <laughs> and I think some of his career, I think he might have started playing before... Doesn't well, make if, sense, Ben. If he doesn't was playing at Man sense. United in nineteen ninety eight and football was invented in nineteen ninety two, he can't have had that long. Anyway, so yeah, he's not in there. Um and I've gone See with Felix's new rule, this one makes less sense. Oh, I know but, who it is. Yeah. And Have you gone Keown, haven't you? No. <laughs> Yeah, because he got in um, Van Nistelrooy's face after that penalty. No, I've not gone Keown. I've gone for someone that Laporte. I believe to be one of the greats of the Premier League, uh, uh, one of the best captains, and I'm sure he will go on to have a fantastic managerial career yeah. in the future. Uh, it's Vincent Company. Obviously, I th- he was quite played by injury in that in that Centurion winning. I'm not sure like, their centre backs were. An interesting I'm position. I'm sad for you, Ben. I'm sad for you because you've now got to defend why you've picked injury-plagued Vincent Company yeah. over I'd like... the partnership that conceded just 15 goals yeah. in the Premier League season. But I, I, and I cannot, I cannot. You are the chat, the stick that you gave me for picking Yap Stan. Do you know what? I grow, cannot grow up. I cannot. I, I just, I cannot explain this enough. I cannot uh, put enough emphasis on this. I really, really, really don't like John Terry, and I never will. Do you think you underrate that Chelsea team? I think I do, and I think that's fair, because I don't like Jose Mourinho either. So mm. it's difficult. It's tough. Less less than half the games, Ben. Less than so, half. 17 games, and you've and picked a, him. And again, I didn't want to put Otamendi in my team, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Also, well, just don't pick any of their defenders, Ben. That's pretty easy. But... And just remember that I can do whatever I want. So, <laughs> company's in. 
Oh, no. Sorted. Oh. <laughs> he's a gonna, great. These teams are going to look awful on social media. <laughs> Yap Stam and Vincent Company. Yap, mate, Yap Stam played 50 games in Man United's treble winning season. That's that's a good I think pick. He play, I think he played under 30 in the Premier League, though. <laughs> he played 30 in the Premier League. I think even Man United fans are going to look at that Yap Stam and go, oh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Yapstam played <laughs> more times in the Champions League than any other player for Man United that season. I hope. So, grow up. Right. It's the same treble winning side, mate. Right. Left backs? Surely we can't, we can't <laughs> pick. We, we have, we've got to have all the same left backs, surely. <laughs> I don't think we do. And this is oh, where my rule comes into play. Oh, Lord. Robertson. I have picked. I've picked Robertson, yeah. I've picked Robert. He's a match winner. He's a match winning left back. The same as Trent's a match winning right back. I just. I, how much of a weapon is it to have two full backs that can just deliver unbelievable crosses, unbelievable playmaking from the positions that they do? And unfortunately, I know you've both picked Ashley Cole. I think he was far better later in his career when he went to Chelsea. I don't, Ashley Cole. Overall, is a better left back. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm picking on the seasons that we're talking about. I don't think Cole was quite quite there for Arsenal. I think he was a much better player once he went on to Chelsea. Um, and I think Robertson this season is has been unbelievable again. So yeah, that oh, that's fair. And my argument to that is. Um... Ashley Cole. Well, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's what a player, but I just, based on the season, I don't think that was his best season. I don't yeah, think I, you can say that, don't that was his like, best season, was it? I don't like that you took my game and you, and you, and you changed my rules. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't like it. You should have been clear on really didn't, he didn't. He didn't change your rules. You just didn't make them clear enough, mate. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, because I, that was exactly the point. <laughs> I just gave you a pool of players to pick from. Anyway, yeah, I've gone Ashley Cole, even though he left us because we, I think we refused to play him like £40,000 a week, which is a real, that that shows how times have changed. Yeah, um, but don't anyway. worry because you got William Gallas. <laughs> that was a great swap. You did. Surprise. Gallas was great. He captained goals. you, mate. He captained you. 15 goals conceded in that he was the starting left back alongside Wayne Bridge. Yep. I, I might go for Wayne Bridge, actually. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Friend of the pod, Wayne Bridge. <laughs> Imagine if we could actually get Wayne Bridge on one time. He wouldn't uh, come on because you've just taken the piss out of him non-stop. <laughs> that's no, why he's... He thinks, he thinks that Wayne Bridge is as good as, as Ben Chilwell, so... That's so, Wayne, high... so, Wayne, do you think Ben Chilwell should play for England? <laughs> <laughs> There's literally no one else, so you better. Luke, who have you, I assume you've got Ashley Cole. Yeah, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> easy, mate. Very easy. Um, yeah. that one. I think Best I can respect back. it, but I think you can respect what I've done as well. Yeah, no, I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good pick. So it's we finally pick. sorted our defences out. That's, uh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Who do you <laughs> think's got the best team so far? Me. No. Yeah, me. Obviously. No, really? What, a fully yeah. fit Vincent Company and a fully fit Van Dyke, uh, flanked by that's... Trent Alexander-Arnold and Ashley Cole? Mm. The experience of Ashley Cole on one side, the, the flair and exuberance of Trent Alexander on the other. 
and I've... then Petr Cech behind it all, speaking every single language. Come on. But I've got TAA and Robbo providing absolute source. <laughs> You've basically just got back. Liverpool's defence. And then I've got Van Dijk and Carvalho holding it down. With an overrated Portuguese with man. With Petr Cech sweeping. This is unbelievable. What a team. <laughs> right. I let's... actually want to see this team play now. Um, Luke, what formation have you got? You got a four three three. Three. Well? Always a four three three man. I've got a four four two because Why have you I done wanted that, to fit different players in. And I again, I, I literally I can do what I want because I didn't make any rules for this. Bar you have to pick from certain teams of players. So I'm going to start with my right mid, and this is a man who no, wait. I have. Can I wait? Wait. wait. Can I say I think you should do your central midfielders first? I think you should do your uh, midfield last. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. All right. Do your do your centre mids then. I think Felix, you you should go. Uh, you go. Well, I've picked. I've, I mean, if you have picked anyone other than these three, I I'd be baffled. Um, I've got Patrick, Patrick Vieira. Nice. Who is? I mean, unbelievable player. Unbelievable. And Total footballer. Arsenal were never the same after he left. Never. We've got Lucas Torreira now, though, mate, mm. so it's all fine. It was nine years after he left. So he left in 2005 after he won the FA Cup. He did. He didn't win another trophy for nine years. We didn't. And He scored the winning penalty, if I remember correctly. He did. And I think that just proves what a player he was. Um, and then I've got, on the right side of him, the man... I would... Just quickly, I would like to say we got to the Champions League final the year after he left, but we did lose, so... Yeah. Fair. Yeah, he lost. I mean, this he was the man. Anyway, uh, right centre mid, I've got KDB, Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, the things that this guy can do, I've seen... Every time I watch him, he, he is the best player on the pitch. He, he is just... He looks like he's playing Sunday League, and everyone else... You know, he looks like. Sorry, he makes everyone else look like Sunday League players. Yeah, I put so him and, good. Him and Van Dyke in that same bracket of they just dwarf everyone else when yeah. they're on and around the ball. You're like you just know that they're gonna. You like you whatever they want to do, they will do it, and it's yeah. it's only themselves that will get in their way. If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's so true. And then on the left side of that midfield, I've got Frank Lampard, because I think in two thousand four five. He scored something like was it twenty? He definitely scored over twenty goals. I think it might have been like no, 20. no, he didn't. I mean, was do you mean not, in the well, league or all, uh, all comps? All, all comps. All comps. All comps. I think he. I'm, I'm looking at it now. He got nineteen. In all comps, I thought he got more. Yeah, mate. But nevertheless, still nineteen goals. Unbelievable! What a player he was as well. So that's my three, and I can't see anyone who's better because all three of those what I'd say about all three of those players are just kind of they they dwarf everyone else in those teams and those teams were incredible let's not forget so that's how yeah. Unfor- unfortunately unfortunately I have to completely agree with you on all three thank yeah. you that's fantastic so it's a real so- sorry state of affairs really I mean as tempted I was in Jordi Cruyff who, who made five appearances for Man United in the 1998-99 uh, <laughs> season. I've forgotten he played for them. Do you know, Felix and Ben, what Jordi Cruyff is doing right now? I do, but I won't spoil it for Phil. Uh, uh, is he okay. acting Felix. 
Is he acting? He's <laughs> he is not acting. Ben, do you know what he's doing? I don't want to take your your punchline, mate. Go for it. I, I guess. Oh no, no, you I guess. Could be wrong on this. Isn't he oh, yeah? managing in like the the Chinese second division or something? Oh, you you are close, but wrong. You are basically right. To be Go fair, on, what is it? he was uh, the manager of. Now I'm going to butcher this, and you you may laugh at me. Conking. Uh, <laughs> Bang Daily fan. Nice. Wow. But he is now, as of three weeks ago, the manager of the Ecuadorian national football team. Oh, you love to see it. See, my <laughs> data was out of date, so I'm glad you've given yeah. me that. But that was literally 2020, 3rd of January, mate. I'm looking Third forward to the next World Cup Four. when that, yeah. is, that is the only stat that the BBC commentator reels out before the start of the I match. like your optimism that <laughs> it was Ecuador are going to make it to the World Cup. Oh, they always they made, made it, it to a few. They've made it to a few. They have made it to a few, but I think that... I, uh, am I wrong in saying that Ecuador is where um valencia is from yeah it is is. yeah well he's past his prime so i can't like i can't see where their talismanic leader is going to come from yeah i may have got them confused with colombia (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely racist no no no, that's definitely racist no it's because they both play in yellow that's similar i think that's fair place in the world felix has never been outside of telford and leeds so (laughs) he struggles sometimes Um, all right ben i obviously see yeah, Frank Lampard probably should be in there, to be oh, honest with you. Oh, he hasn't got that. Oh, no. Oh. But sometimes the Arsenal bias gets in the way, and I just can't. Oh, he's put Invincibles in there instead of... So I've only, got, I've only got two centre midfielders, obviously, and they're Patrick Vieira and Kevin De Bruyne, because those are the two most total footballers. I If you've got obviously... Perez and Lundberg, this pod's <laughs> Mm. so moving on I think because you know I've got a four man midfield so I'll, I'll carry on swiftly and then you guys can go to your front threes yeah um, I have got <laughs> I've got Robert Perez on, oh. on one side because he was genuinely genuinely a really good footballer and one of those invincibles that I think gets forgotten about because the big names very good I, he really was and yeah, I remember watching I him back in the day and him him being one of my favourites and it was that thing of like he was quite a tall winger skillful, and it, it felt like wherever he was on the pitch he was going to chip the goalkeeper somehow like he was going to find a way like 6 yards out chip the goalkeeper 35 yards out goalkeeper's on his line just chip it stick it top bins just think... make it so it's unsavable <sighs> don't you think that this is the... I mean it's just been blown up like he didn't do that all the time did it a few times and I just think that these Invincibles might have benefited from being around at a time when like most of their games were documented but there was no social media so like we all loads of people saw their games and they were great but because there's no social media you, you only ever get the positive it's like with Salah like I can imagine if Salah was in 2003 or 4 you don't ever think of him positively, but because he's now in this social media age, like when he has a game where he isn't so great and he misses loads of chances or doesn't pass the ball, it it's more documented. Do you see what I mean? I'm glad you've said that because Salah is on the left wing. Oh right, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And but again, it's that thing of 
you set this rule of like from from this se- from this season. Yes, and again, and this is what I mean. Like Felix no chief, no if, chief. If you want to base it on stats, he's got more goals than Mane and the same number of assists. And it's that thing of people are so set on the fact. I don't know. I don't know why, and I understand it because I think Mane is one of the best wingers that the league has ever seen. And I like I get the hype. He's he's quick. He's so skillful. He's likable. But he's the, the best stats... player in the world. <laughs> in the world, don't do if what's or maybe he's the absolutes. And it is that thing of he seems to outshine Salah, Salah in in every way apart from numbers. And I don't know what it is about Salah that I really like. I think it is that you know he broke the record number of goals scored, and he seems quite humble. He doesn't pass a lot, and he really misses. Very, very, very easy chances sometimes. Uh, I, but would... I just, yeah. I just think he has been such a difference, and the way that he leads the line, and he's electrically quick, and he, you do always feel whenever he's playing, you feel like he's going to be involved. And I, I think that he sometimes gets written off of as like, oh, he just scores goals. That assist to Oxley Chamberlain at the weekend with the outside of the boot in front of a defender, like. Pure mustard. Like, mm. There's a couple of things to pull you up on. The numbers thing, that's because he takes pens. Right. Milner takes pens when he's on the pitch. But yeah, he, he has got pens. Pitch. Obviously, Mane doesn't take penalties, so that is a fair thing to and point out. The other thing about him being humble, not so sure. If you're a, you know, a sad bastard like myself and watch all <laughs> sort of Liverpool content online, uh, they do this inside Anfield thing for every game. And Salah will always be, like, he'll always make sure he's the last player out and that sort of thing. Like, I'm not quite sure humble is what I'd use with Salah. I would definitely use humble with Mane. I'm just basing it on... use it with Salah. I'm just basing it on every interview I've ever seen with the man. And he took that photo with the lad that ran into the lamppost. So, he's all right with me. Yes. You not seen it? You not seen Yes, I have. I have seen it, but that's not a barrage. Mane built like a well. He built like a school in his village. He donates nearly all his money, I think. Yeah, he does. He's quite cute. I like Mane. I, I'm not saying I don't like Mane. He'd probably be in this team if it wasn't for Salah. Okay, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, I wouldn't have picked. And again, or Salah I cannot. I, didn't. I, I keep. It keeps coming back to this. Felix made up this rule about it having to be in the season they played. So I was basing on the fact that Salah is just really good, scored 31 goals in a season, <clears> and <throat> I really like him. Yeah, I mean, of course Salah and Perez are good players. Are they the best? I mean, seeing as you've gone with a 4-4-2, I think it would, you know, we can we can talk a little bit about are they the best winners, because <laughs> me, and, me and Luke didn't pick, sorry, right mid and left mid. I don't know. Robin and Duff were quite good. Well, Beckham. Robin only Robin didn't play that much in that season. In the 04, 05, but he was very good. Yeah. Joe Cole, Joe yeah. Cole, mate. That's where it's at. What about the ninety-eight, ninety-nine team? Beckham and Giggs. Giggs can get in the bin. He shags his brother's wife. Allegedly. That is true. That is true. Mm. Right, should we and do Beckham, ours, Fee? Yeah. I like, but no. Perez is good. Perez was good. Thank you. <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll do my my front three, and then Felix, you do your front three. Ben, yeah. you do your two two strikers. I can't wait. Lovely, delightful. Right. First of all, uh, I have. It pained me because while well, taking into account Felix's rule, I decided to not pick Didier Drogba. 
Yeah, that's because that that four five season was his first at mm. Chelsea, and he didn't play loads of games and he didn't score loads of goals. Wasn't it? Just, Ida, he Ida was Ida Johnson banging them. But out. he was unreal for the quick. entirety of his Chelsea career. Quick, um, quick, quick. Didier Drogba was a much better example of stats not always. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. He is the invincibles um, argument of strikers. Like his, he. Should have scored a lot more goals, Chelsea did. And I think there's like African Cup of Nations that have skewed numbers there as well. But mm. gosh, was he terrifying, especially as an Arsenal fan. Yeah, he did love scoring at Wembley and against Arsenal, especially. And even when Arsenal rarely made it to Wembley, he scored against them as well. <laughs> Two for one. Two for the price of one. Now, uh, I've obviously gone for Thierry Henry. It would be gauche- It would be rude of me not to. The mm. man was incredible. A great goal scorer and a scorer of great goals. Uh, we can all admit a fantastic player, Premier League legend. Um, Best to ever do it, I am. Yeah, that's a debate for another day. Uh, I've also gone. Now this might be controversial. I don't know. Raheem Sterling. There, I said it. It's out there. It's done. I think close to twenty goals that season, seventeen, eighteen, maybe eighteen or nineteen goals. More than ten assists as well. More than ten assists. His, I think it's his big, his best scoring output for City. I don't think he matched it last year. But he was really good. Really good. Still is. He still is. That is true. But that season, we are, just City's attack was incredibly frightening. This is now, that sort of where it comes down to, like, if I was picking it just based on the season, it'd probably just be, like, Man City's front four because they all had plus 10 goals and assists. Like, that's insane. That's yeah. never happened before. Yeah, and that's why they were the best team. They that, were phenomenal. I mean, they were the best team of all time as it stands. Mm. I think. I probably. No, anyway, for me. We, yeah. Now, for me, this the last one was difficult. The last forward sort of position was difficult because I was torn between um, the aforementioned Robert Perez, who was good, was very good, but again, I know you know you can use the Yapsam argument against me, but I didn't really. I feel like me watching football, I didn't see the best of Perez. That's you know, I don't I don't remember Perez as a great. But good God, do I remember Sergio Aguero being really unbelievably yeah. good at scoring goals. Yeah. And I just looked at the stats now, and he got 21 goals that season, or 20 goals or something, which is a yeah. pretty good output for him. That's par for the course. But he played 23 games. <laughs> that's yeah, filth. That's I didn't madness. know that. Which is, <laughs> which is just really silly, isn't it? Yeah. He can't have started all of those games either. No. So, yeah. That's why I went for. I've gone. I think I'm going to go for Serge because I think this is again sort of the Trent, the Trent uh, Gary Neville argument. It's just the players that I remember, and I think Serge, you know, 21 goals, 21 goals, 25 games. That's nutty. That is nutty. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, madness. Uh, Fee, right, you got yeah. any, any differentials there? I have. I have. I've got. Um, I've got Omri left wing. Um, what a player! What a player! You know. If Ben, if you're gonna have anything from me from Invincibles, Vieira and Omri were unbelievable, unbelievable players. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of glad that they had the unbeaten thing because those two players in particular do deserve to be remembered. I think if you hadn't been unbeaten, they wouldn't have been remembered. You don't think Thierry Henry because he scored 20 no, goals I mean, and 20 that, assists? Sorry, I mean that particular season. I don't think that particular season would have been remembered. And Vieira and Omri anyway. deserve 
to but they did go unbeaten, did, and that is why it is remembered, yeah. Fee. Just did. like if they hadn't won the league, they probably wouldn't have been remembered. That's a silly uh, argument to make, Fee, because <laughs> it happened. Well, yeah, whatever. Mane, right wing, for me. I think he's just such a differential. I just think he has got everything. And when I'm thinking about, and I know it wasn't this season, but could Liverpool have beaten Barcelona 4-0 if it had been Mane that was injured instead of Salah or Mane that was injured instead of Firmino? I don't think I don't think we could. Like he, that meme of like, oh, he's the best player in the world. He's slowly becoming one of the best players in the world. <laughs> he certainly isn't the best player in the world, but he's slowly becoming one of the best. And uh, yeah, I, I've got Aguero up front because, like Luke says, he's he's a madness. He's just a madness, and he just keeps going. I don't, I don't. When when is he going to stop scoring goals? I can't see it. I think when his legs stop working. What's amazing as well is I remember, I think it was at the start of that Centurion season. It might have been the next season. I can't remember. It was, it was, it was either the start of the Centurion season or the start, the start of, of that the... start of that season. Was, are you on about him being set to, like, told, oh, you're not going to play? No, no, no. He had surgery on his knee oh, and he was like, okay. oh, yeah, I've had pain in my knee for like five years. So I haven't really been like getting the best out myself. Meanwhile, still scoring like between 15, 25 goals every single year. Yeah. And then... I just so that's why I've, I've obviously got the two greatest foreign exports um, of Premier League history up front in Sergio Aguero and Thierry Henry because Thierry Henry is the greatest man to have ever graced a Premier League football pitch um, that's my opinion but it's also a fact so we'll leave that there and then Sergio Aguero <laughs> <laughs> Sergio Aguero is Brilliant. just he, again he defies all explanation because he's not the quickest not the tallest not the strongest not any of those things but the burst of pace he has the intelligence he has mean that he is always going to score goals always going to get assists and as he gets older that intelligence only becomes stronger and because it doesn't doesn't necessarily rely on one part of his game I don't see his numbers slowing down. We've already seen this season he's still scoring and getting assists. He's just such a special player and really fun to watch, which again was a big part of the team that I put together was not only how well they played or how well their stats looked and that season or across the whole career. It's do I enjoy my memories of that player? I think Frank Lampard is really unlucky not to be in my team because he probably should be in there based on how much I adored him as an England player obviously him being a Chelsea player was difficult because it's that London rivalry but he was always for me the best central midfielder that we had in that golden he was probably the best footballer that we had in that golden generation for me in my opinion wow well so I, I do regret if I could have 12 players he'd be in there maybe you can be your manager can I play him right back <laughs> <laughs> has he ever played there probably as he's right footed maybe yeah all right, get Trent Alexander out. Nah, see, what about centre back? Because I don't really you like Vincent Company anyway. Can't play centre back. He's complete footballer. He can do what he wants. Company anyway, so you have to All stand right. by that decision. Largely, Fine. lads. Largely, we're agreed, which is mm. it's rare. Apart from Yapstam. Apart from Yapstam. <laughs> Sorry, Vincent you went for company. Vincent Company, mate. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you're in a position to criticise. Those are the two oh. that, are, that are quite rogue. Um, 
Vincent Company is one of the greatest centre backs to ever play in the Premier League. Yeah. So and is Yap Sam. He is not. <laughs> he is. He literally is. Be interesting to see what people make of that. Are we also agreed, lads, that so far we're saying that the 100 points City are the best team? Ever. Definitely. For me, yeah. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think so as well. So, on that note, we're agreed on the best team ever. We largely agreed on the best 11 out of the best teams and the Arsenal Invincibles. And... Uh, <laughs> We can we can end the pod there.